what is good everybody welcome back to another episode of the bird flock podcast it's been a crazy few days for the alouettes and we're joined by a 2018 fifth round pick a two-time great cup champion uh the 2022 east division all-star at center and i don't know when the contracts came in but he's one of at least the newest montreal alouettes uh it's justin lawrence ladies and gentlemen what's going on everyone i'm happy to be here <laughs> fired up to have you so fired up to have you obviously we spoke about it a little bit before but uh anyone who saw our our graphics about you know who we wanted to bring into montreal obviously shane knocked it out of the park but uh no justin you were number two on that list right behind greg ellington who you know is one of your new teammates so as well. we are yeah. really fired up to have you man no, I'm excited. Like you said, the the whole tampering period once kind of opened up and then, you know, just kind of going through the whole process of, uh, you know, figuring out where I was going to be next year. And then um, obviously when it came place and the deal worked out with Montreal, I was, I was pumped finally getting signed uh, yesterday. And then, you know, like I said, it's official now. So yeah, um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I mean, first off, you know, welcome to Montreal. Super excited to have you. But this was your second time entering free agency. Uh, obviously, uh, you, we know where you ended up last time in Toronto. Um, but what was it like this time? Obviously, you found a home pretty quickly. You know, we we all saw the, not leaks, I guess, but that you'd agreed to terms with the house, you know, before the window even officially opened. Um, but what was the experience, you know, this time around looking for a new home? You know, it, it, it was definitely different. Um, just kind of going through this whole process this time around. You know, uh, the first time I entered it, going from Calgary, um, I was really kind of just, you know, looking for an opportunity to kind of showcase my talents a little bit. Um, you know, and, and, and it happened right away. Um, Dinwiddie, who was just freshly head coach of uh, Toronto, reached out to me. Um, they needed a guy out there. So um, I pretty much had that deal kind of banged out right away um, and it was done. And then so, you know, this year kind of going into it, um, it was more so, you know, finding a spot that I kind of want to, you know, make home for a while. Right. Um, you know, find a little stability in my life and just find a team that I can grow in, which, um, you know, like I said, obviously it worked out perfectly for me. And, um, you know, being here out in Montreal is, uh, you know, more than exciting for me because I see myself kind of growing with the, the players that are there currently, the coaching staff as well, and then obviously the upper management. And then obviously the the little bit I've got to meet so far with the fans, everyone seems amazing so far. So uh, I'm beyond pumped right now. <clears throat> and you, you just mentioned like stability. Was it an absolute must in your contract to get that second year of in that contract? You know, I wouldn't say it was an absolute must, but I think it's like a mutual um, like agreement between like me and the organization, you know, showing that, uh, you know, the organization's committed to me and then uh, the fact that I'm committed to the organization as well. So it, it was something we had to discuss. And I, I think both sides really wanted that because, like you said, um, I, I want to be the guy and like, hopefully, like I said, I'll be in Montreal for the rest of my career. And, um, and, and I hope they see the same thing from the upper management th uh, side of it as well. So um, like I said, that, that was, it was a big deal, but um, like you said, it wasn't the, yeah, it was part of it. And I'm sure, you know, coming off the, the all-star season that you had at center, um, you know, and leading the Argos to the great cup, the list of teams that, you know, we're reaching out was probably pretty long. Well, as long as it can be in a CFL with nine teams, but um <laughs> But, you know, what What was it about Montreal that just, you know, made that decision so much easier to to make that decision before, again, the, that uh, February 14th deadline, I guess we could say? You know, a big part of it was Montreal showed interest right away from right from when the tabric period opened up. They, uh, they showed immediate interest. And then um, there was a couple of different factors that played into it. Um, the fact that Jason Moss is the head coach there. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Edmonton. So obviously growing up, I was an Edmonton fan. Um, Jason Moss was a quarterback there. So. Um, the fact 
fact that, you know, like he's there, um, I, I was beyond pumped to get the opportunity to play for him. So that played a massive role in doing it. And then, like you said, uh, like I've been to Montreal very sparingly, um, mostly just on road trips um, with other teams. And, you know, the city's beautiful. I spent a little bit of time out here uh, during East West. We were uh, actually out in Laval, but I came into Montreal a bit. Um, so I was beyond excited to kind of check out the, the, the city a little bit, um, see what's about. And, you know, just the, basically the, the potential of this team and, you know, what it really can become. Um, you know, the more I've spent time in this league, you can really kind of – at the beginning of the season, everyone's kind of got that, you know, fantasy of what a team can be. Um, and, you know, I, I really felt confident coming into this organization that this team has the potential to win a great cup. Um, and I really want to be a part of that. There's uh, amazing young talent around. So – and then, you know, there's veteran pieces as well that can, um, you know, kind of help lead the younger guys. So um, that, that, that's what really drew, drew me. It was, a, it was a whole bunch of factors that really played into it. Is there a, any guys that you played with before that kind of helped uh, persuade you at all? Yeah, I actually have a, I have a good friend, David Brown. Uh, he's an old lineman as well out in Montreal. So uh, Dave and I were actually um, drafted together into Calgary. Um, so I know my first training camp with Calgary, David was hurt and ended up returning to Western. Um, but we spent the second, uh, training camp in Calgary together. So, um, David and I are like about as close as it gets. So we, we still talk all the time and, um, you know, kind of through the whole situation of, you know, figuring out where I was going, like I kind of was talking to Dave about it and, you know, it, it's good for me. Cause I, I have someone who I can talk to and kind of get a little bit of the, the inside scoop, you know, what he enjoys and, you know, it's stuff like that. So um, that, that played a massive role in it. Um, Rodine Brown, who was a draft pick for you guys last year. Um, he's a fellow U of A guy. I actually, it was kind of funny, but uh, I was one of the guys who helped recruit him to uh, the University of Alberta, which is crazy. I uh, never got an opportunity to play with him, but um, I finally get my chance uh, in camp in May. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And just jumping back to that a little bit, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you made your way to Toronto, that was the first time in your entire life not playing in Alberta, right? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah. Like especially for a full season, it was a, it was a big change. Yeah, awesome, man. And then, so th this is actually fun. So while I was doing a little bit of digging, you know, for our chat today, I came across an article um, from your hometown Spruce Grove Examiner, um, <laughs> and the article is titled "Hometown Hero Justin Lawrence Reflects Reflects on Great Cup Win." You know, how does that title of, of hometown hero kind of, you know, weigh on you? Is is it something you were, did you come into the CFL expecting, you know, all the success that you had or is that, are you just, you know, taking all this in as it comes? You know, I, I feel like I'm really taking it in as it comes. Um, you know, I, I had, uh, you know, high hopes for myself when I was growing up and, you know, I, I was really passionate about wanting to become a professional football player. I, you know, I went to camps growing up and I, I really looked up to the guys who, um, you know, showed up to those camps, helped me out a little bit when I was just a little kid. I, I wanted to be in that position, you know, and um, I had great support growing up from my, like I said, it's it's not the biggest city in the world, but um, massive, massive, massive support, which was uh, big for me. And, you know, the biggest thing for me that I, I just wanted to represent for the city that, you know, gave me everything um, I have today and gave me an opportunity to succeed. And, you know, um, I, I feel like the people who come from this community are, you know, gritty people who work for what they got it for what they got so um see articles like that like you said and you know winning the gray cup and you know hopefully i'm bringing it out here in march uh to spruce grove um will be an unbelievable experience and like i said i just hope it kind of helps it um helps inspire the next generation of youth who are growing up and realizing you know okay like i'm not from you know big cores like edmonton calgary 
stuff like that. Like, we, you know, you can really do something if you put your mind to it. So um, th that's the exciting part about it. And like you said, just everyone around and, you know, people who have uh, played a big part of my life, my high school coaches, university coaches, all that kind of stuff. It's just amazing to be a part of. Yeah, uh, just before we go back to, you know, talking about Montreal, uh, me and Dawson, we both played O-line growing up, and we we know what it's like, the, the bond of those five guys on the line. And you just talked about coming over, you have some guys that you know. But how hard is it for you to be leaving those, you know, that unit in Toronto? Yeah, it's definitely challenging. You know, that's the crazy thing about football is, like, I spent – you know, six months with those guys. I didn't know any of them prior to going there. Um, I knew one guy, uh, Churchill, who's um, who's from the Edmonton area. That's the only, about the only guy I knew. Shane Richards as well. I guess I knew two guys um, on the O-line, but didn't really know him overly well. And then, you know, going into that group, you spend six months together. And it's like, I, I left that, you know, I left the season. I'm like, I'm like, those guys really, you know, became family to me. You know, we, we still have a group chat going on. Um, you know, I'm never going to forget those guys. Obviously, the everything we went through this season, the highs, the lows. Um, it, it, it was honestly, it was such a special group and, you know, just to be a part of it. And like, yeah, at the end of this day, like the, everyone kind of moves on and, you know, we kind of progress in life. But um, like you said, just having those core memories with those guys and, you know, being able to kind of, you know, talk to them as the season goes on, you know what I mean? And just keep touch with them is special. And like I said, anywhere I've kind of been, um, and as you guys can contest to it, being an old lineman, I've, I've yet to meet a, meet an old lineman who's hard to get along with. So, yeah. um, like I said, I, the, the, the couple of Montreal guys I've talked to a little bit, I, I feel like it's going to be a great fit and, you know, I'm excited to kind of gel with them as well. And you just, you kind of just touched on my next topic of who, like, had you heard of anybody from Montreal? Can you like give out the names, like guys, that, if you're comfortable giving out the names of who's reached out to you already? Yeah. So I talked to, uh, I, I actually reached out to Lesage, any of the guys who, um, have Instagram stuff like that I try to you know at least following um to get in touch but I you know I talked to I talked to Cody right away after he signed um I reached out to Will Stanback as well um and then like you said a lot of the you know a lot of the old my like I know uh Christian Matt um Landon Rice I don't think they're big on social media so um haven't got a hold of those guys yet but like you said a couple of those young guys um you know like Nick Callender um followed him on Instagram and um Lestage obviously like I said I was already close with Dave Brown and um Rodim so uh yeah it's been good yeah and so one name you actually didn't message was uh mentioned was Sean Jameson so he took the majority of snaps at center last year but um you know I think he was initially drafted as a guard brought in to play guard um you know how much have you spoken to whether it's coach Moss or uh, Luke Broders or Dane or any of the guys there where they anticipate you. I'm, I'm guessing you're coming in to play center, right? Yeah, and that that's the thing is um, we'll have to see kind of how camp plays out and stuff like that. Um, obviously, there's nothing set in stone, and you know, at the end of the day, you go to camp, everything's a competition. Um, but I feel like I have the ability to play center or guard um, in this league, so we'll have to kind of see how it plays out. And like you said, there, there's great guys there. And, um, at the end of the day, like you said, those all those, especially all those veteran guys that are in Montreal. Um, it's a great group. Uh, I know gags from what I've heard. Like they said, I know David. So Dave's talked about all those guys a lot. Um, and I've had the chance to watch film on all those guys. Like you said, when we're scouting opponents and stuff like that. So um, like you said, Jameson has been a, you know, a Montreal staple for the longest time here. He's kind of been the guy around here. So um, I know he's got the capability to play center and guard at a really high level. Um, gags, like you said, I know um, he's been a dominant force, big, strong dude. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, we'll have to kind of see how the plate uh, the pieces fall out. But like I said, at the end of the day, from you know the way I've approached camp every single year since I've gone to the CFL is everything every single day is a competition. So um, I don't think there's really anything set in place um, anywhere on that old line. So it'll be good competition. Would yeah, you say you're just... more comfortable at center? Uh, it's yeah, I've definitely like I, I feel like I'm going into the center spot. Um, fun fact is I actually like. I played guard pretty much my whole life, actually, all through a university and stuff like that. I was, I've was i always played guard. So um, last year was actually my first, like, full year playing center, which um, was know. a great experience for me. So um, I feel like I'm definitely growing into the position. And it's like you said, it, it's crazy because, you know, we're at the professional level. But I felt, you know, kind of as the year progressed, I felt like I grew a lot um, as the season went on. And like you said, like, it, it was still fresh to me. And, um, you know, just figuring out the little tips and tricks. And, you know, hopefully, like you said, going off the momentum of last year, I can kind of carry that going into camp. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you're coming in and being coached by, you know, one of the most recognizable faces in Montreal football uh, and a guy who played center and loved playing center his entire career uh, in Luke Berger-Jordan. How much have you, you know, spoken to him in the last few days? I know it's, it's still super fresh, but um, how much have you spoken to him? And, you know, what do you kind of expect to learn from, you know, the first few weeks and months in camp with him especially? Yeah, so I haven't I haven't had the chance to talk to him in person yet. I'm um, I'm looking forward to hopefully it'll happen soon. Like you said, there's been a lot of chaos kind of going on in yeah. the last two days. So, um, you know, I wasn't expecting that. But um, like you said, um, obviously, I know the guy and like I know he's a Montreal legend. So um, and the fact that, you know, he was a lifelong center is, um, you know, kind of a dream come true for me going into that situation, because it's like for me is, uh, you know, I, I feel like as a young player still. Um, he, he, he'll be able to provide me with the tools to, you know, help succeed and grow, um, as I go along in that organization. So I, I think that's beyond cool. And, um, you know, it's a little bit of a refresher because I feel like he's, you know, kind of just freshly moving into the coaching position. So, um, having a guy like that who, you know, can relate to us and what we're going through throughout the season, I think will be very, very important in terms of us developing as a group this season too. Yeah, and uh, obviously we we all saw your talent on display in your new position last year. Um, what let the fans know kind of like what you're bringing on the field in Montreal? Yeah, so I, I think what fans can expect to see from me is um, I, I'm a bubbly personality. I uh, you know I like to I like to have fun, um, but I take I take it seriously when times but when it comes to football, um, I'm gritty. I will fight for my life when I'm out there. Um, and I really, I really, 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 really take pride in this stuff. So, um, it means a lot to me. And like you said, I, I, I just like being able to, you know, connect with fans and meet everyone who's out there. Cause like at the end of the day, if it weren't for the fans supporting us, um, we wouldn't be doing this. So, um, I, I just think fans can expect someone who's going to work hard, um, try and push this group. I'm going to try and be a leader by example. I'm not the most vocal guy on the field besides making my calls and stuff like that. Um, I'm not a hoorah guy, but, um, like you said, I like to, you know, I like to joke around in a sense. I like to have fun, but when it comes to playing, comes time to playing football, um, it's all business. What, what about off the field? Uh, should we, uh, be expecting to see you like a lot in the community and, and stuff like that? Or are you more of a, a reserve type of guy? No, absolutely. I, I, I've been, uh, I've been pushing, especially since I got home, um, this off season, I've really been pushing to get more in the community a little bit more. Um, and you know, it, for any of the fans who are listening out and, you know, have organizations and stuff like that, who want people to come out and, you know, talk to kids and, um, stuff like that. I, I really hope people, um, aren't shy and can actually reach out to me and 
because I would love to kind of do that stuff. I've been, you know, I've been working with mentorship programs back here at home, um, at-risk kid or at-risk uh, youth groups as well. So um, I, I, I'm hoping I can be a staple in that Montreal community and help in any way I can. Um, coaching as well. I'm, uh, I like to, I've been coaching for the University of Alberta, their selects program out here. So I love doing all, all sorts of things like that. So I'm hoping I can kind of, you know, establish myself in the community and, you know, people aren't afraid to, you know, reach out to me, ask questions and, you know, get me out to stuff like that. So for sure. So Shane and I actually both coach a team out in Montreal. So I'm sure once you get settled in Montreal, we'll hit you up and, uh, you know, have you out talk to the kids and whatnot. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. Sweet, man. And now I want to step away from football a little bit and let, you know, the fans in Montreal just know about Justin Lawrence, the the human being a little bit. Um, so I'm going to go into a little bit of a rapid fire, you know, game. Give me the first answer that comes to your head. Don't overthink right. it. But uh, actually, before we step away from football, the first this or that, uh, you mentioned you spoke to Cody, you spoke to Will Stanback. Justin Lawrence, do you prefer run blocking or pass blocking? Run blocking, easily. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. All right. All right. Let's jump into it now. Outside of football, your favorite meal, your go-to meal. Go-to meal, chicken wings. Oh, great. And we know just the spot. Let me tell we you. We got the spot for you, man. We got the spot I for you. I love it. Trust me. That's what I like to use. Trust me. We got the spot for you. All right, favorite singer or band? Um, I'm a big Young Dolph fan right now, so okay. you know, listen to him a lot. Yeah, okay. I love rap music. So love it. Okay, favorite pastime outside of football? Favorite pastime outside of football? Uh, probably hanging with friends or playing video games. Okay, game of choice. Video game. Um, I kind of depends. Usually sports games, Madden, 2K, NHL. Okay. Um, Call of Duty. When it was big, I kind of go through phases. Okay. Go to fast food restaurant. Go to fast. Yeah, it used to be um I don't know if you guys I'm pretty sure it was out in Montreal, but you guys ever heard of Red Robins? Yeah. So yeah. they that used to be uh they used to be an image and chain. They got rid of it, but that was my go to. Uh probably one of the most devastating things that ever happened to me was when they got rid of them in Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> go okay. Go to gas station snack and drink. Oh, that's a tough one. Probably I would say chocolate milk and um for the food, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I would say probably a bag of chips, probably Doritos, jalapeno and cheddar, maybe. Fair enough. Growing up, who was your idol? Uh funny enough, actually, it was Ladinian Tomlinson growing up. Love it. Um he's kind of got me big into football. Mm -hmm. uh, probably the first player I ever started following, and that's why, you know, to this day I'm a Chargers fan. Okay. Was there ever a, a smaller Justin Lawrence where you were playing a little bit of running back or was it O-line your whole life? Oh, yeah. No, trust me. Minor football, uh, we used to have a little fullback package where I'd go in okay. O-line. And, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the last time I touched the ball was uh, probably grade eight or nine. I had a couple of fullback packages, got a couple of touchdowns. So um, the dream nope. died in high school and, you know, kind of left it there. Yeah. And then the last one here. So – let me set the scene a little bit. You're stranded oh, on a deserted island. A genie comes down and he says he can bring you three items to survive. Can't bring people or anything like that. What's your three items to survive on this island? Three items to survive. Ooh, um, that's actually a good question. I know. Um, are we talking like food involved in that? It could. It could be. It could be. Honestly, if I can get a. 
Uh, that's dumb. Three items. Um, I'd need a TV. Okay. I'd need a gaming <laughs> station. And I need a couch. <laughs> Hopefully there's some fruit trees on there or something like that. I can make it work, but <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, man, Justin, uh, we're wrapping up here, man. Uh, I just wanted to thank you again. I know it's a busy time. Uh, you know, uh, you just signed and everything. Free agency is still kind of hectic. It's only day two. So we just wanted to appreciate you. Uh, thank you for taking the time to, to hop on with us today. No, I appreciate you guys having me. Honestly, this was a blast. Uh, great questions. And like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of that organization. And I appreciate you guys accepting me with open arms. So my pleasure is all mine.